The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. It's the holiday season, and I think for the last couple years, we've sat down and had a chat around this time. Towards the end of the year, as everybody's got their decorations up with the mayor of Evergreen Park, and Kelly Burke is down here with us at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar. How are you? I'm great. Merry Christmas, Chris. Merry Christmas to you as well. I, uh, I'm still waiting for the big giant tree over 95th and Kedzie, and I've seen pictures of it now. People are putting it up on Facebook, like, remember right. when. I believe I clarified that for you at a previous. I'm sure you that did. The, the, when they changed out the stop, or excuse me, the streetlights on 95th Street, whenever that was, 15, 18 years ago, um, the new poles cannot support the uh, the weight of the tree. Yeah, I so, get that. Yeah. I get that. But, they don't make them like they used to. But we are, we, we did put, um, we kind of jazzed up the um, decorations in the center of town this year. So if you drive by at night and look through there, I think it looks really nice. I and, saw that. I see, It yeah. looked like you got new stuff in it. You got everything up real early too. Yeah. And so we're hoping to build out, do it over a couple years and build out um, further along 95th Street and then further down on Kedzie. So it's just very festive throughout the whole thing. But we started right in the center of town at 95th and Kedzie. We are very fortunate to have you with us for this entire episode of the EP Podcast this week. This episode and every episode brought to you proudly by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Your child's bright financial future starts with learning good money habits early in life. Help them get ahead with a Junior Savers account from the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. With a Junior Savers account... Kids earn interest on every dollar they deposit so they can watch their money grow. Heck, they're probably getting some cash this holiday season, right? Then again, who gives a kid cash? I don't know. I wanted cash when I was a kid. Show your kids how fun and rewarding saving can be and set them up for success. To learn more, go to bankevergreenpark.com slash junior or just go in and see those fine folks at 95th and Pulaski in that big iconic building there. There's no minimum deposit to open. I've got several of these in the household because I've got several kids. It's your community bank, member FDIC, the first national bank of Evergreen Park. Is there a competition between the suburban villages? Because I see all these all these different villages doing things. Like Blue Island's doing their Christmas thing yeah. at the same time as your Dickens Fest. Right. And I look at the promotion and I feel like it's like an arms race <laughs> to have like the biggest thing happening this yeah. Saturday. Well, I think they're both long-running um, events that um, Blue Island Parade, um, they've had that for a long time and it's a lot of fun. Um, and then we've had, you know, we've had our fest for a long time. So, you know, it's um, very friendly competition yeah. do you do you rub it in though every once in a while like if you get something big do you have do, you, do the mayors get together every once in a while have uh, a cocktail no, I, and talk I, I i know mayor bellato pretty well and um i don't rub it in i congratulate <laughs> him on all his I, I was actually just at a um at a concert at that new lyric theater yes uh, in blue beautiful Island, place which was great yeah which is great so um kudos to them because it's it's good you know anything that happens in one of our communities is good for the our whole um our whole area You've been really busy lately. I saw a picture of you on a camel. I was on a camel. And I saw you uh, doing some sort of holiday pilgrimage with the uh, the first gentleman. Tell me about the camel first. You were in Morocco? Uh, yeah, I went on a vacation um, with uh, my sister and some um, longtime friends to Portugal and Morocco. Um, and it was fantastic. Why did you pick those two places? Well, my sister does these um, yoga trips, retreats, whatever. Oh, so and you I, did some yoga. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'd never gone on one. She, and she went 
has this group that she goes with and they really run it very well. And she kind of put it together and invited um, me and a couple friends. And I, it really wasn't, Morocco wasn't on my top 10 list, but it was phenomenal. It was beautiful. The people were so nice. The food was great. Um, the, it was so historic. We learned a lot. It was absolutely wonderful. And then before that, you have to, you can't fly really directly to Morocco, so we had to change planes in Lisbon. So we spent a couple of days um, in Portugal. That is so fun. It was I mean, it's great. Cool. The the camel. What was that like? It was um, it it was actually pretty low key. Um, we had a. Uh, Do they like, spit? Are they are they are they scary? No, they didn't. They 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 were big. Yeah. And the um and so you when you get on them, they're lying down, and uh, the saddle's kind of a box. That goes over the hump and with a, an iron or steel seat on it. So you do have to hold on when they stand up. But once they stand up, it was very kind of uh, it was a very gentle moving. We just were going up and down sand dunes. Um, I would find myself had, like we, humming like Raiders of the Lost Ark or Lawrence yeah. of Arabia music as yeah, I was yeah. doing it. Right? Lawrence of Arabia yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was great. It was uh, I don't know that I need to do it again, but it was a really cool experience. And then I saw you you traveling. You, you went to go look around at some stuff. I, and I, I I saw your husband in the picture. Yeah. So like, is this like a holiday thing? You guys go out and and try to do stuff, or you explore? Yeah. Do you have like a set thing that you do, or do you do you try to find new things during the season? Yeah, a couple. Um, I would say about five years ago. You know, is my um, you know how when your kids are little, you there's you do a million things. You yeah. Got you the, have no you time. You got the concerts and going yeah. to see Santa and the you know just all that. It goes in they with you. kids, yeah. everything. Yeah. And then, you know, my kids got older and we weren't doing that. And I sort of missed like the spirit of Christmas. So I just sort of started planning stuff to go to. And I, I just called it Christmas Quest. And... <laughs> I put it on. It sounds like something. I know. It sounds like a game I would play at like one of those indoor water park hotels. Christmas yeah, Quest. Christmas yeah. Quest. And so um, this is probably the fifth year I've done it. And I try to do 12 Christmas related things. Some of them are repeats. Um, I actually just made my, I just completed my list uh, today. Some things are repeats. So I'm going to call them like Christmas Quest classics. And yeah. then some are, and then I, we try to do new things. So like we were in, um, uh, we went to Grand Rapids last week and we went to the Meyer Sculpture Gardens, which is this, which is phenomenal. It's this outdoor like combination botanical gardens sculpture is really cool. And it was all decorated for Christmas. And then um, there was a, a Chris Kindle market in downtown Grand Rapids that we went to. So that was our that was our first Christmas quest. I'm a fan of Grand Rapids. I've only been there twice, but they seem like they have a ton of things to do in that yeah. town. They really are a busy yeah, we, town. We tried to go to the Gerald Ford Presidential Museum too, but we ran out of time. So we'll have to oh, we'll shucks. have to go back. Yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll get back there. Yeah, yeah. All right. So congrats on the opening of the new Subaru dealership because I know that that originally became a thing where we were talking about mm -hmm. it here. And then we listened to the progress and now you yeah. have your first Evergreen Park car dealership in here. And we've talked about the benefits of that. Is it everything you dreamed it would be? It's, it's, it's wonderful. And, you know, it took, um, I mean, it, it, it's a big project. And so it took a long time um, to uh, have it constructed, but it's beautiful. It is full of cars. I think they're doing pretty well. It's an established family that has a couple other dealerships. Is it, is so it they know fitting in the neighborhood well after it got constructed? Yeah. I think it's fitting in great. So they're the grand opening. They've been open for probably about six weeks now. Right. But they're having a grand opening and ribbon cutting um, 
on Thursday the 7th. Um, open house, anybody's welcome, um, 4.30, and I think the ribbon cutting is going to be around 5. Do you have big scissors for those? Is there, we like do. A, we is do there a storage a closet gold, for the yeah, big scissors? We have a large gold scissors. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine it's awkward the first time you do that. And now it's very easy to handle yeah. the big scissors. Yeah, people get a kick out of it. You bring it out, you know, it looks like you're Mayor McCheese or something <laughs> with the big scissors. Uh, so is there another big thing on the horizon? Are we focusing on small oh. businesses right now? Like, what are we looking at? Well, so we, we did, um, you know, want to get everybody focused on our local small businesses for Small Business Saturday. Yes. Um, and so, you know, going into those uh, mom and pop, whether it's the florist, um, place you get your hair cut, a place you go to eat. The new Smoking Vine, because right. that place is brand new and they've been in business, you know, they already had a business in Evergreen Park. They tried something new right. and that's a new that's a new addition. We didn't have a wine bar. That's, exactly. Yeah. And and it's, I mean, every time I've gone in there, I've had a wonderful experience and um, it seems like it's something that, that people are really loving. So, you know, continued good success to Spoken Vine. Um, but, uh, you know, we've got, we, we were trying to make sure that everybody includes those as they're coming up with their Christmas entertainment and gift plans. But um, the thing that I am probably personally most excited about was the opening of the J. Crew factory. Really? Store, uh, next to Whole Foods in the plaza. Is this because you're a J. Crew fan? I love J. Crew. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Is so that I've why they're here? Shopping. Did you reach out and tell J. Crew I need one in my town? No, well, no. Um, I mean, it, they came through the owners of the plaza um, through their connections with um, another mall that they have in the South. They had, uh, they had done a deal with J crew at their, um, at their, I think it was in Tennessee. And then, you know, J crew said, well, you guys were great to work with. Do you have any other places? And they said, well, we do. We have this wonderful um, place, Evergreen Park, Illinois. It's right out Chicago, outside Chicago. So then they, you know, uh, we talked about it. I could not, telegraph how excited i would be <laughs> it's nice to have that crew. rep though i mean yeah. I, we've talked about this before and, and and whenever i meet new businesses especially those that move in to that area on the east side mm -hmm. of, of evergreen park they talk about how evergreen park is a great test market yeah it's a great market for just demographics you know income the the just the the cross section that you will get if you open up a business in Evergreen, and a lot of people move into that area over by the plaza because of that. Yeah. And so it, it, it is a place that's gotten a reputation that bigger businesses are like, if we're going to do something, we should try it out in EP. Yeah, so it's it's been real successful. And, um, you know, we uh, have stayed in, you know, in communication with the, the folks. Um, LBX is the name of the company that owns the plaza. And um, they have, uh, uh, I mean, it's it's got a really high vacancy rate. There are a couple... Um, vacancies, David's Bridal, um, as a chain, you know, went bankrupt. So now that space in there is, um, is open and the, the retailers that LBX is telling me that are interested and they're sort of talking through the process, it's multiple ones and all of them are, um, names that we would be thrilled to have. And not on that side, I mean, it, it is Here's the thing, and I, I always say it. First of all, Evergreen Park Police Department is incredible, okay? I've dealt with them recently, and I think that they do a wonderful job. I also notice that they're 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 busy mm -hmm. on that on that end of the city. Yeah. They're busy. They are. But it, it has to be a priority, I would imagine, because you have to make sure that everything is safe, happy, and people want to go over there. And it seems like they're working their butts off to keep it that way because there's so much commerce there. Yeah, there is. And, and you know, it's a... It's a 
it's a challenge, you know, whenever you are bringing in lots of people, you know, to a to an area, um, you know, it's a challenge. And because there's so much retail, then, you know, you have things retail like... Retail theft is up. It's exactly. a thing that everybody sees. You you can't right. avoid seeing the stories about how now people become so brazen that they mm-hmm. just want to just walk in in a group and take everything they can get their hands on. And so, right. so you have to work that. Right. So it's, it's organized. So they have a great rapport with um, the business owners. And um, right now during the holidays, the police department does, they call it walk and talk, but where they, you know, who's ever um, on patrol in that sector, make sure that they get out of the cars and go and talk to all the businesses and not just, not just the businesses on Western, but the businesses all over town. So that, you know, there's a presence, um, but obviously we, we do have a heavy presence along Western because we have, there's so much going on there. Yes. And we want to make sure people are safe, that they feel welcome and, um, you know, that, that stores and employees, you know, know that we have their back and we want to keep them safe as well. I'll tell you this. I, I do feel comfortable going over there because I see arrests being made and I see mm-hmm. the, them being so active. Yeah. If it was something like you were hearing a story and then you didn't see that like good was right. winning in the end, you would be nervous. But instead, I feel very comfortable still uh, heading over there. And you got an awful lot of great uh, places over there. Let, let's shift gears because... I missed the announcement of it because you made it public, but I had heard for a while that it was going to happen and I just never crossed paths with you to ask you on the show. So if anybody else has missed it, you are ending your tenure as a state representative, from what I understand. Yep. You're not going to run for re-election and you will be a full-time mayor for Evergreen Park. Um, are you excited about that? I always felt like eventually that's this would yeah. be where you landed. I, I, am, I, I am really excited about it. It was obviously... a. Um, you know, a bit of a bittersweet decision to make. It's been a huge part of my life. It's been, um, you know, not anything I ever expected to do, but it's been absolutely wonderful. I mean, um, not only working on behalf of people, not just in Evergreen Park, but, um, you know, throughout the 36th district, it's just been incredible. And the things I've been able to work on and the friends I've made, you know, being in Springfield for 12 years. And, you know, hopefully, you know, the people I've been able to help locally, it's been it's been wonderful, but it it it's time. Yeah, I I always thought that it was such an undertaking for you, and you did it so well. Oh, I mean, thank it was th- you. well, you did. What is I it mean, Christmas? Come on, listen, you, you did because here, honestly, you came in, you walked in with all these different things that you want to do. Like you walked in, you said, "I want to I want to pay attention to our parks and I want to do upgrades," and you did them. You you said you wanted to add to the communication. You know, people were living in the village and explaining things. And I saw that initiative just take place. You, the way that the village communicates is so much different than it was before you got in to the office. So I saw these initiatives that you talked about doing, and I saw you actually execute them while still representing downstate. So I would, that's an undertaking. I, I couldn't do two jobs. Trust me. I have a hard time doing this. So, like, so I mean, but on the other hand, it always felt to me like, I don't think any human being can do it forever like that. Yeah. And at some point you'd have to pick. And I would think being mayor of Evergreen Park is is probably the more fun and enjoyable. And 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 the thing that like I'd want to aspire to end up at if I were. Yeah, here. yeah. Yeah. Well, there there are two totally so first of all, thank you for saying that. And you know, feel free to cut this part out of the Of course. No, <laughs> out of no, the no show. I'm keeping it in. But that's really that's really nice of you to say. And I um I continued to have a passion for it after, you know, many years of, of being in it. And I never got tired of being, but just, you know, we, you, you get to a certain point, you think let's, you know, sort of uh, look at where we're at and figure out what to concentrate on. But they're two different roles. Um, you know, the role as 
in the legislature, you're talking big picture, you're talking ideas, you're talking concepts, you know, and you're also talking things that are going to affect the whole state. And so it's, it's just a different, um, and, and you as the legislature aren't responsible for the execution of any right. of these ideas, right? Whereas on the um, local government, the mayor side, it's all about execution. It's all about leading the ideas and then making sure they get done. And so, um, you know, and, and to your point, a lot of these things that I came in with, with ideas, I've been enabled to do those through the support of our board of trustees, but also through the hard work of our village employees. You know, I'm not going out and redoing the playground. You know what I mean? It's our public works department and making sure that um, it's all done well. You know, I'm not the one going up and arresting shoplifters. It's our wonderful police department. So it is a total team effort and I'm thrilled to be heading this team and I look forward to doing it for many years to come. Building relationships, supporting the community and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708 425 1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Let's talk about some of your projects. Okay. okay. First, first thing that I have, and I think everybody in the village knows about because I'm reading it in your communications, uh, waste management is going away. Yes. And you've gone with another vendor. Yeah. Why is that? Is it because my garbage can kept getting left in front of my driveway? Because that annoyed <laughs> me. So I, I, if these guys well, don't do that, it's already a win. Well, so um, the village's contract with waste management was coming to an end. So we thought it would be a good opportunity. Um, and the amount that waste management was proposing to extend the contract seemed a lot. So we thought it'd be a good opportunity to put our garbage service out for bid. I didn't even know there were other places because like waste management is everywhere. Yeah. So that was yeah, amazing to me. Yeah. yeah. So we ended up with, um, I believe it was um, five folks, including waste management, submitted proposals and we vetted those and um, came to the decision to switch to Flood Brothers. Now they um, they pick up for both Chicago Ridge, so a neighboring community, and then they also pick up for Lagrange. So they're not they're not new to this. They've no, dealt they're with, not. They've new. dealt with villages, yeah. and you mentioned those two villages. They should be able to handle this size of a village. Yeah, yes. and and you know we vetted it with the public works folks and um, the mayors in those towns that they service and. They got fantastic uh, marks. They're a family-owned company. We really felt that they would be responsive um, to, you know, to uh, customer service complaints. I think that's the issues. most important thing. Y yeah, you yeah. pulled up. I had I took down a ba a broken basketball hoop, and I went on the waste management website, and it says they'll take them, and it's been sitting there for two weeks. Yeah. And I've gotten more help from the village trying to work it out for me that I haven't been able to get a hold of them over there. So I, I think I think responsiveness is so yeah. important. You tell me family business that's also worked in other places on the South Side. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm willing to give this a shot. Are they going to change anything with me being able to kick my leaves out into the street? They're, they're not. Okay. So, 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 so in terms of why we went with Flood, it was not only that we felt that they were going to provide great service, but their price was significantly below what, waste management was proposing. And that obviously, you know, when we can 
save money for our residents, you know, that's a good thing as well. Um, but so the leaves will continue. You put, you're going to put them in your um, yeah, yeah. landscape container. You put them in, you put a, you put you them can, in the container. You can I've put them said in that bags. out loud on the show so many times. But I watch my neighbors. I don't see anybody putting it in a container. Just I put it the in street. the container. You're good I at it. I told my son to put it in the container first because I'm trying to be a good citizen. But I don't see everybody doing it. Well, and also, you know, some some people have more um, tolerance for a little mess. Right. You know, and so, but the people who don't, who want it all cleaned up, they, they can and can continue to put it in the bags. And it will all, that will all get picked up, you know, with the, the waste. And then the village runs the... Oh, they, the, you guys the, do the leaf we thing. we do the oh, leaf, we okay. do the leaf vacuum. So okay. that will that will remain. All right. So the really the the change. Hopefully, the only change people. Hopefully, this will be seamless. You know, I'm sure there's going to be some hiccups, especially. Do they have to change in, out all the garbage cans. They do not. Okay. They do not. So what will happen is if um if you have if you if you look at your cans, some of them are stamped Village of Evergreen Park. Some of them are stamped Waste Management. It's, you know, kind of a hodgepodge. Yeah, I have have a mixture. So if you have a a can that's got a waste management logo on it, Flood will be pasting over a a Flood Brothers logo over the... Over the, and and that'll occur in the first couple of weeks. All right. Um. But the only the the biggest the only real change is that right now, um, our garbage service is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. The southeast section, which is my section, is Monday. Um. That's the Monday is now going to get moved to Friday. So okay. we'll have collection Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Everybody else will stay the same. It's just southeast is going to go from Monday. To Friday. I like how you said that's my section. That so if somebody complains, you're like, hey, hey I have to put up too. with it too. If right. I can figure out to put my cans out <laughs> on Thursday night instead of Sunday night, I think everybody will be. So again, it'll there will be a couple weeks where, you know, there's going to be some it'll um, be a adjustments, yeah. but we'll, we'll, we'll get through it. And I think, um, um, I think it's going to be great service for the residents and at a better price. So I also heard of this project that I am intrigued by. Yes. Uh, in the area of 91st and Richmond, mm-hmm. uh, you have a some sort of pumping station there. A lift station. Lift station. Okay. I'll, you'll need to explain to me what that is after I get the question out because I have no idea what that means. So so the 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 idea is that they're, they're, I thought it was new. You were telling me before we sat down that it's actually they're replacing one. But essentially, it's in a residential neighborhood and it's this pump or whatever the station is. And it gets disguised, essentially, within something that looks like a home or a structure. Mm -hmm. And I found that to be so intriguing that there are these things that are hidden inside of what looks like houses. And how many of these are around Evergreen Park? And what does this thing do? Can you explain it to me? Okay, so um, I'm going to ask forgiveness from anyone who's a civil engineer who is listening to this or some sort of sanitary engineer. She's just a mayor, folks. I'm just a a a humble mayor. mayor. But as, as I understand it, okay, so... Our sanitary sewer is gravity fed. It rolls to the lowest point, which on the east side of town is around this 91st and Richmond. Uh, Richmond. Yeah. And um, then it has to get pumped out to go, you know, to get rid of, you know, and, and to end up at the MWRD. Um, and so the it goes down into this pump. It gets shot out. This pump has been there, or lift station, has been there for at least 50 years and it was housed in a small um little it, it's underground i find this interesting because like when when i i heard from one of the neighbors that's how i learned about it right he was trying to tell me about this and he thought it was new 
And when you were like, no, it's been here for 50 years, that shows how well you disguised it yeah, the right. first time around. Well, it was the, the original one was toward the back of the lot. OK. And then just because of I mean, this was a huge project in a small area like yeah, you have to you know, work amongst people's homes. Yeah. Right, like, you know, where a crane was coming and putting this huge pump down into a 30 foot shaft. Like it was it was kind of wild to watch. But um just the the reconfiguration they had to do, I don't know if it was because, you know, the pump changed a little bit in the 50 years since they made I'm the sure last they, one. I'm sure they make the pumps differently They, they now. had yeah. to move the structure that goes on top of the whole thing to the front, to the closer to the front of the, of the lot. So it is more noticeable. Um, but the project is about 98% done um there's now more it's a little bit of landscaping and hiding it and stuff exactly, like that exactly yeah. exactly so the fact that there's but i think that's neat that there's something that's like be, you're going to try to hide it in the neighborhood i think that's so there's neat. there's another one um the other lift station is at 94th and hamlin right now somebody at 94th and hamlin is like what right and I, you, you, you <laughs> is know that what? why it's we probably, never see the neighbors down the block because well, there's nobody in there you, you it's one of these things i think you walk past because the the it, it almost looks like a little garage with okay. a driveway off 94th street and I had walked by it a million times, and I always thought, huh, I wonder what that is. And it turns out it's a lift station. <laughs> <laughs> that is so interesting. Yeah. I think that's very, very So, yeah, cool. it, was, it was actually like if you're a construction nerd, you know, it was a, an interesting, I mean, it was a fascinating project to watch. It was very, very difficult for the people uh, in that block because it was a lot of work going on in a really small area, and in they were so patient um, and, you know, uh, they they were they were really really patient in some trying times. So I'm glad it's over, and you know we're hopefully don't have to replace <laughs> do a project like that for another fifty or sixty years. As we're spending the whole show with you, I've kind of cut other things that we would normally do on the EP podcast. I do want to still support the small businesses in Evergreen Park that support us. We mentioned them earlier on. Folks, if you're listening and you haven't made it over to Spoke and Vine, Wine Bar and Bottle Shop, northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie, it is an experience, 21 and over, great food, amazing wines. They're constantly rotating new ones in from all around the world, and then you can pick up something nice for the holidays. If you try something and you like it, they have that bottle shop there you can purchase and take home. See more at SpokeAndVineWines.com. And also a quick shout out to SidSauce.net, the only place I get my hot sauces from. Perfect stocking stuffers, and they deliver to your door for free. If you like hot sauces, if you know somebody who likes them, your only place to go is local where the peppers are grown in Evergreen Park, and it's bottled right here, SidSauce.net. What was your most frustrating thing this year? Yeah, I would say like just in terms of um, inconvenience, um, and just frustration. I they, that the redo of the tracks at ninety fourth and Kedzie was probably right up there. Yeah, and um, it's got to be frustrating that it's in your town, but you don't have any control over. You don't it have any control have over react. it, and you know the railroad isn't there to make your life easy. I mean, we need the railroad. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, they the, the railroad does a lot of good things. It keeps it keeps trucks off the road and has them on rails, but it's inconvenient for us because of the way they bisect our town. And then when they're shut down like that, you know, the buses have to be rerouted and traffic's going all over. It was really frustrating. While your truck's and, trying to find alternate routes to move around. And yeah. there's, um, you know, a lack of communication sometimes because it's not a village project. It's it's the railroad project. And they're not always the best communicators 
about when things are happening and how long it's going to take. And there's still, you know, debris that that are it's in their right of way, but they still haven't picked it up. And we've been trying to get on them to, you know, get it all cleaned up, old railroad ties and stuff like that and repairing um, the parkway. It'll happen, but it just, you, you constantly have to stay on them and it gets frustrating. It's got to be difficult. I, I can only compare it to something my dad used to complain about. He was a commander for his last 10 years in CPD and he dealt with loop traffic. Mm-hmm. And he would say all the time that when IDOT did something downtown, they used the exact same method that they use when they're in Rantoul in downstate Illinois. Like, and it's different right. when you're doing it in this massive area, but they just look at something on a map and say, okay, we got to do that. All right, do it the same way you always do it. And it doesn't work sometimes. And for that to be in the heart of Evergreen Park, it is a, it's a frustrating thing. But I always try to remind, people would complain to me about it. And I'd be like, it, it's not the village. Right. It's the railroad. Right. I mean, like, the, like and, and railroads have all these pro- government protections. They can basically just look at you and be like, we're the railroad. Like, if you're if you're mean to our conductor, it's a federal crime. Like, I mean, like, there's all kinds of the railroads have these whole different set of rules. I don't think people get. So right. I would imagine that was that was tough. It was tough. And, and you know what? I mean, you, you bring up a good like people complain to me about the railroad and the post office. And you know what? My answer can't be. I don't run the railroad and I don't run the post office. Because then it sounds like you're blowing it off. Exactly. Even though that's true, but you're, you have to figure out a way to work and get the attention of, and, you know, um, get, get cooperation between these things that aren't my responsibility and I don't have any power over, but yet, you know, affect our town so greatly. So, I mean, we have been able to get, you know, some, to get some things done with the railroad, but it is just an uphill battle and it's frustrating because they don't always pay attention to us. But we're going to keep trying. The weekend before the show happens, so the, I guess we're going back in time here, folks, because it's already occurred, but Dickens Fest. I mean, yes. I, you you have to be excited about it. Well, the weather, knock on wood, looks, looks like, like it's, it's going to be, be beautiful. So all the stuff that's um, outside, you know, the little, the holly jolly trolley, um, there's some other ride that carries people around it. I think it's a sleigh ride. There's like a little train that goes around the parking lot. There's um, different things happening in um, in Circle Park itself. So all the stuff that we that we plan for that's outside, you know, we're so thrilled that it's going to be warm weather. Do you get involved in that stuff, like in the planning, or do you, no. do your people come to you and say, "Guess what we're doing this year?" And you're like, "Ooh, cool." Well, yeah. So the so the rec department plans um, uh, plans, you know, all the Christmas stuff, and they do a great job. They have. Uh, you know, things that have worked in the past, they add a little something every year, you know, try and um, find. Uh, they added you know, me inside. New... They put me inside oh, so I'd be warm, inside. which is so nice of them. Like right. I got the offer of, do you want to be in the atrium because you're always freezing every year? I was like, yes, thank Perfect. you. <laughs> so they add you and, um, and, and, you know, a little, it's like a little something old, something new. So we'll have, you know, Santa and all the, the, all, all those rides and everything. We'll have the magical singers. We'll be lighting the Christmas tree um, at six o'clock. Yeah. I'm, I, you know, I love this kind of stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you see what happened in the, the Rockefeller center tree? Did you see what happened? It didn't no. light. Didn't light. No way. Bottom of the Rockefeller center tree and like one strip up the side. And they, everybody <gasps> just stood there and sh- like the guy who hit the, they had, they had, uh, they had Anthony Volpe, who is a shortstop for the Yankees standing there. 
and like whoever the person is that does the announcement and he reaches over he hits the button and then the look on their faces was just like uh oh and like most of the tree was dark oh no <laughs> that would be a nightmare our, our park supervisor um i think that would probably be his biggest nightmare that, uh, yeah. that the light <laughs> We've talked doesn't to him work about it before yeah, i know that makes him yeah. i saw him testing the lights just the other day I'm when sure i drove is, by yeah. i'm sure it's going to work okay but uh, if it you know right now you can outdo rockefeller center this year by having it all lit so <laughs> well, well we'll see um and then we have um the sounds of the season concert coming up yes which over is, at redeemer uh, church Daniels yeah. the, and it is phenomenal do yourself a favor everyone go I, i've got two extra tickets if anybody can't get them um but it is it's just beautiful the music is fantastic it's a lot of great you know you see everybody from the community and you know exchange christmas greetings and goodwill and it's just wonderful Mayor Kelly Burke, nice enough to stop in here. I really appreciate it. I have fun when we have these conversations. And I know you've had a, a busy year. And uh, but now, I mean, like we're looking at when 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 do you when are when does the state representative thing end? Like uh, January twenty twenty five. You still got another year? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's rough. That's like being yeah. a high school senior and knowing you're leaving, but you can't leave just yet. Yep. Well, good luck with that. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you and your family. Merry Christmas. Thanks, Chris. It's the E P podcast all things evergreen park it's the ep podcast evergreen park